0: Into your daily source for the Cincinnati Reds throughout the offseason. This is the Locked On Reds Podcast, and I'm your host, Jeff Carr. And here we go. What's up, Reds fans? Welcome into the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. On today's show, we have a proposal—or at least leaked details of a proposal—that Major League Baseball will send to the Players Union at some point this week. I'm gonna break that down and break down the biggest hurdle that everyone is worried about. In this episode, that is brought to you by Built Bar. If you're looking for the best tasting protein bar on the market, get yourself some snacks at BuiltBar.com. Enter the promo code LOCKED ON for $10 off your first order. All right, so let's jump into this right now. The, the details have been leaked by multiple people. Over the weekend, I was just reading some thoughts on it by Joel Sherman in the New York Post. There are plenty of people talking about it on social media. It's essentially the idea that Trevor Plouffe tweeted about earlier on last week, and he got lambasted on Twitter by people with check marks as well as, you know, run of the mill, average Joe type guys who like to crap on people for having thoughts in their heads and putting them out on Twitter. But what he reported was that spring training would start sometime in the middle of June, go for on you know three, four weeks, and then they'd have the regular season start at the beginning of July, hopefully, you know, for a nice little storybook, July 4th reopening of baseball, that sort of thing. And people just absolutely lost it on him. They were like, "Ah, you don't know, you know nothing." All this other. Well, now the details are coming out that the proposal that Major League Baseball is getting set to present to the Players Union, according to Joel Sherman, should be on Tuesday. Rob Manfred is having a conference call with representatives from each of the Major League organizations on Monday to make sure everything is set and ready to go for their proposal on Tuesday. And it's pretty much what you've heard. They're going to rearrange the league regionally, basically into three big divisions. You combine the American League and the National League, East, Central, and West. And that way you would limit the distance on travel. We talked about that, uh, Steve Offenbaker and I did, on last week's episode where it's like, okay, well, if you're going to jump on a plane and fly to Minneapolis, what's the difference between jumping on a plane and flying to LA or something like that from Cincinnati? So who knows? I mean, that's kind of nice that they've got that in there. The DH would become universal in 2020, and you could probably bet that that will continue from here on out. They did not say whether the detailed part of the DH would be like what Bobby Nightingale said in the Enquirer, where they would have like the designated hitter bat so long as the starting pitcher is in. They didn't mention a hybrid DH like that. They just mentioned DH. So, who knows? We might be seeing a universal designated hitter, plain and simple, across the board, which could benefit a couple of Reds, and I mean it could benefit the Reds strategically in that they have so many outfielders that they could throw you know, Nick Castellanos in at DH and then they could put Nixon Zell in right field, or Shogo in right field, Nixon Zell in center field. There's lots of options that a designated hitter would open up, so I'm intrigued by that. But there's this thing, and nobody wants to talk about it, because why would we? If you talk to most baseball fans, and if you talk to most sports fans, they will tell you that the last time Major League Baseball went through a strike, it sucked. From a fan standpoint, there's plenty of people that will tell you that they ended their love of baseball, or at least professional baseball, back then, whenever the strike hit. And they're like, no, we're done. And here's the thing, there's this there's a growing concern that whenever they come up with this proposal and they present it to the players association, that on the owner side, on the league side, they are concerned about the proposed agreement that they had back in March. Back in March, they had an agreement that every player understood they would get a pro-rated salary based on the number of games that they played this year, which that makes sense. Why would you get paid for 162 games if you only played 100? That's understandable. You get paid for 100 games. Now, owners in the league is saying that that's not feasible. They're saying that because there will be no fans in the stands, they can not and will not take the hit for paying players their prorated salaries when they're not getting the bump at the box office. They're not getting concessions. They're not getting parking, all that good stuff. They're not getting money from that. So they're going to come up with a new idea to pay players. And the players are like, no, that's a non-starter. We have a deal in place we're getting prorated salaries. As far as I stand, I'm with the players on this. You you made a deal. You you own up to that deal. You don't get to make a deal and then go back and say, oh, you know what? We thought about it again. We don't like it. We're going to make a different deal. But here's the thing for both sides. They have to come to an agreement on this. And I'm going to tell you why here in just a minute. But I want to shout out to Built Bar, the absolute best tasting protein bar. I'm serious. There's no, I've not tried anything else that tastes this good. The flavors that they have, the absolute power-packed lineup, and they're so healthy for you. You've got to check out Built Bar, man. They've got mint chocolate cream, double chocolate mousse. They've got some really good fruit flavors as well And there. you got to check that out. Plenty of good peanut butter, coconut, almond, all that good stuff. If you've got a taste for it, Built Bar has the great tasting bar for you. And healthy wise, let's just compare it to the macro of Cliff Bar. Everybody knows Cliff Bar. Built Bar has half the calories and seven times less the carbs and seven times less the sugar. But it's still tastes amazing and you can try it today for $10 off your first order go to builtbar.com and enter the promo code lockedon at checkout you'll get $10 off your first order of the best tasting protein bar on the market that's builtbar.com and enter the promo code lockedon l o c k e d o n for $10 off your first order today This podcast is also sponsored by the audiobook edition of 24 Life Stories and Lessons from the Say Hey Kid. In this reflective and inspirational memoir, the legendary Willie Mays shares the inspirations and influences responsible for guiding him on and off the field. Widely regarded as arguably one of the best baseball players in the history of the game, the beloved Willie Mays offers people of all ages his lifetime of experience meeting challenges with positivity, integrity, and triumph. This special audiobook production includes a forward read by Bob Costas and a bonus conversation with Willie Mays and his co-author, John Shea. Whether you miss seeing your favorite players on the field this season or are looking for the perfect Father's Day gift, 24 is the inspiring story of one of sport's favorite living Legends. Buy the audiobook edition of 24 now, wherever audiobooks are sold. If you're like me and you're a television fan, you're probably a little confused by that. Willie Mays wore the number 24. We're not talking about the television show 24. Shout out to Jack Bauer. Anyway, that sounds like an awesome audiobook. You gotta go check that out. But back to what we were saying about this whole impending negotiation process. If they turn this into a strike, which sucks because now you'll have people picking sides kind of like I just did, saying that I picked the side of the players, but you'll have people picking sides and getting mad at one side and saying how dirty the other side is and all this other crap. And you know what that does? That promotes partisanship. What on earth is wrong with our country right now? Partisanship, And you're going to throw that into baseball, the one thing that if it comes back will be the mechanism for healing, or at least hopefully, you know, that it'd be a way of getting people back to normalcy. I know, sometimes we tend to overstate the importance of sports, but who among us, and especially you listening to a Reds-centric podcast, we're talking about baseball in a time when there's no baseball, and you're listening because you love baseball. How big would it be if the Reds came back now? If you had meaningful Reds baseball to watch right now, hell, if you even had Reds spring training baseball to watch right now, I'm watching Korean baseball. That's how much I miss it. Shout out to the uh, Korean baseball team that we have adopted. The Samsung Lions, they are now 2-4. and four. They won two games against the Kia Tigers, scoring a whole bunch of runs in the second game and then getting a whole bunch of runs scored on them in the third game but that is my point. You could bring baseball back. You could bring people together over their love of baseball, or you could absolutely destroy the little bit of goodwill left. The little bit of fandom left that most baseball fans have. Look, people like me, I'm going to love baseball no matter what, because I love baseball unconditionally. The, the average fan, the casual fan, will be like, all right, who needs you? Football's coming up in a couple of months. We'll watch football. And you'll lose those fans. Baseball cannot handle that. You already had plenty of people that are talking about the eventual demise of baseball because of pace of play and things of this nature that I don't necessarily agree with, but there are people out there that say this. You don't think there'll be all over, some sort of dispute between the league and the Players Association? They have to get this right. This week is big for the sport of baseball because they're already talking about, and part of this proposal will include no minor league baseball this season, expanded rosters so that teams have a big pool of players to grab guys that, you know, if they need to give a rest for somebody, they can bring somebody else in, and it won't be that big of a deal. But there will not be minor league baseball this year. You're talking about minor league contraction that, let's be honest, it's going to happen. That plan has been set in stone, I think, for a while now. And I think we're going to lose 42 minor league baseball teams. The draft has been drastically cut short, down to five rounds, It's obvious that that's going to happen. And with a year without minor league baseball, that makes that easier. So you're already guaranteeing to hurt 42 different communities of baseball fans who rally around their minor league teams. You're going to also turn around and hurt the major league communities by having a strike sort of thing where everyone's arguing about how much the players should be paid by these multi billionaires billion dollar organizations get out of here you're going to lose fans and droves you're going to jeopardize any sort of goodwill you have amongst the communities i just this this really has me fired up reading the different reports because it's multiple people that is that are talking about the forthcoming possibility of a disagreement that turns into a strike You're telling sports fans who have been just absolutely starved and especially baseball fans who are ready for opening day and it gets ripped out from underneath of them two weeks before it happens and now they might have their sport back and you're going to say, no, we're going to argue over money. We are going to not play baseball. There will not be any baseball because we're arguing about money. You have got to be kidding me. You've got to get this right. You've gotta get this right, Major League Baseball. Anyway, that yeah, I'll I'll step down now. I'll stop down off the soapbox. I know I don't don't typically get on there too much, but uh, yeah, I I just I've been reading that all weekend, and I had to get that off my chest. I felt some sort of way, and that's that that's the way I feel about it. They've got to get this right this week because this is so big. We've already had like here in Ohio, we've had announcements about restaurants reopening and barber shops and all that different stuff and some sense of you know how we're going to move forward from this which is awesome because we've been waiting for that now we're into the next part of that process where we're looking for our sports to get back we're looking for our modes of entertainment to get back and things like that you can't delay that anymore You push that back, and if you start a whole strike thing, yeah, anyway, I've talked enough about that. I do want to introduce to just tease out what we're going to be doing for uh, the next little bit here, really. I've got a lot of great ideas on the what-ifs in Cincinnati Reds history, and we're starting with the do-overs. And I was going to do some Locked On Reds line stuff today, but I'm actually going to push that to tomorrow's podcast. So make sure you get that in. The number one do-over you have, hit me up on Twitter, at Jeff Carr with three Fs, or hit me up at the Locked On Reds line, 513-549-0159, the number one do-over in Cincinnati Reds history. What is it? I want to hear from you. We're going to be talking about do-overs and kind of rolling it all into this uh, ball of yarn that is what-ifs in Cincinnati Reds history this week here on the Locked on Reds podcast. But thank you so much for listening today. (laughs) Yeah, I know. That's a little bit of soapbox. We're not getting on any more soapboxes this week. Promise you. Promise you. Make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast. That way you don't miss an episode. Follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three F's and check out the Facebook page at Locked On Reds. Also, follow the Twitter account at Locked On Reds as well. That'll do it for us here, though, on today's edition of the Locked On Reds podcast. Now, tell your smart device to play the latest episode of Locked On Major League Baseball. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and I'll talk to you all tomorrow.